What is the value of life? What is the meaning? What is the meaning of life? Why do we exist? What is the benefit of our existence? While are we here on earth toiling every day, struggling every day, and one day everything will end, our life will no longer be there, but our possessions, those things we have acquired, most probably will still remain, probably for other people to use. Oh, recently we were hearing what is happening in Kentucky. You see how people are, you know, are losing their houses, lost everything in the floor just a night. Probably something they have toyed for 40, 50 years. And just one night, the whole you know, got lost. So wh why do we live? That is why the, re the author of the fourth reading we just heard, Koholet, which means preacher. Koholet says, Ecclesiastes, uh, now, because with the name Koholet, says, what is life? He sees life as vanity. Vanity, you know, comes from the Greek word henel, hebnel, meaning empty. Life is empty. But is that true? We can argue that. But if we look at it with human eyes, it seems that life is empty. So call it says, vanity or vanity, all is vanity. He started with that and ended with that. If you read Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 2, that's what he said. In the last chapter, chapter 8 verse 12, that is the last thing. Vanity or vanity, all is vanity. He ended that vanity or vanity, all is vanity. All is empty. What we do here on earth is empty. But he is coming with a teaching. Ecclesiastes tells us in summary that whatever life you and I are living that is not anchored on God, then that life is empty. That life is vanity. That life is vain. It's useless. Is valueless. Why? Because in God, everything is complete. Koholet is not saying that, oh, you will not live your life, you live your life here in acquiring things that will sustain life here and then. Well, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is that, he, let me put it this way you are engaging yourself in money making process. If you engage yourself in that money-making process, is there a place you have put God in your making money-making process? Is there a place where God is? So that's what the gospel is saying. The rich man, beauty is man, everything. But scripture tells us that someone from the crowd, the name is not mentioned, so put your name there, comes to Jesus and says, Oh, can you come and share my inheritance with my brother? So, this man's life is dependent on those possessions. So, he comes to Jesus and says, Come and be a judge. Jesus asks him in reply, Who made me a judge? And then he turns to the crowd, just like what he did two Sundays or three Sundays ago. When the young man came to him and said, Lord, what must I do to inherit eternal life? 
Jesus tells the man, have you kept the law? He says, yes, I have kept the law. That is Deuteronomy chapter 6 and Leviticus chapter 19. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Deuteronomy 6, 5, 6, uh, 6, 5. Then, and your neighbor as yourself, Leviticus 19:18. The man, Jesus said, yeah, you have done well. But in reply to this, let me give you a story. Because when the man read the last one, and love your neighbor as yourself, he asked Jesus, but, but who is my neighbor? And Jesus tells him a story of the, the Samaritan, the man who was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho and all that. Three people passed through that, were rude, the priest, the Levi, and the Samaritan. But the Samaritan took care of the, of the victim. And Jesus says, among these three, who do you think is a neighbor? The man says, the last person, the third man, the Samaritan, who helped. Jesus tells the man, go home and do the same. Scripture tells us he left. Today, another person comes up and says, come and share my position with my brother. Jesus did not answer. He comes with a parable of this rich man without a name. And the rich man has built everything. I want you to pay attention to what the scripture says. The rich man is somebody who is pragmatic. He was thinking of the future. How do I secure my future? He has built his van. He has built his harvest. He has built his farm. But he wants to store up things for himself in case in the future. So he has done nothing wrong. But if you go back to the scripture, the 60 words this man uttered today in the gospel reading, 60 of them, 14 was just of himself alone. I shall build a burn, and I shall saw this, and I shall tell myself, and I shall do this 14 times. He didn't mention his wife. He didn't mention his children. He didn't mention his workers. He didn't mention any person who helped him. He didn't even mention God who gave him life. Did you see where he made a mistake? He was wrong by thinking that whatever he has acquired is by his own power. He did not anchor his existence and all that he has possessed on God. And God turns to him and says, you have been talking about yourself, but you fool, I'm going to take something from you that is mine. What is that? Life. Life. I'm going to take it away from you. Let me see who will possess your possessions. <laughs> kind of. Let me see who will acquire those things. Let me see how you're going to enjoy those things. So, we shall anchor our lives and an existence on God. That is the way our life will be valuable. Not only on God, you anchor whatever you have possessed on God through human beings. Through your neighbor. That is how life will be meaningful. Because those things we have acquired will one day disappear. How do we then sustain life outside those things? That's why Jesus says to the man, you fool, this night I will take your soul. Why? Did you remember what St. Paul tells us in the, in the second reading of today? There is a thing that connects us as children of God to Christ. If we read 
letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 8, verse 12. The scripture says, We are humans obligated by our nature, but do, may we not allow this nature to dominate us. And that's exactly what is happening in the world. We allow, we allow our human inclinations to dominate us. And when we are doing that, the scripture says, that is idolatry. You are some, there is something you are idolizing outside God. It can be your money, it can be your car, it can be your position, it can be your house. If you are idolizing those things outside God, then you are committing idolatry. And when we are doing that, scripture says, we are like fools. St. Paul tells the Colossians today and telling us, is it, is it possible that we can seek for those things that are above? Seek for those things that are above. And what are those things that are above? If we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is above. So let us seek our, seek our relationship with him, sustain it by whatever he has given us here as gifts. Because nothing we have is ours. Everything we have is a gift. That is why when that man came and said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Eternal life is not inherited. You cannot inherit it. You cannot even merit it. It can only be given to you. You did not choose me. I chose you. That's what the scripture says. Therefore, the scripture is telling us today and the church is inviting us. Whatever we have earned is from God. So let us leave. Let me read that from the second reading. St. Paul says in the second reading, the past part, avoid those things that are earthly. Don't anchor your life on those things that are earthly. He says, brothers and sisters, if you were raised with Christ, seek what is above. If you are a child of God, seek what is above. And then he says, look at what you're going to do again. Put to death everything that is earthly. Put it to death. Kill it. It's like, kill it. Kill that thing that is earthly. Because whatever is earthly will end here. Whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers that you do unto any life we are living in a relationship with one another and with God is a valuable life. Do not live your life with acquaintances and possessions, uh, whatever you are acquiring and wealth, do not anchor your life on it because it will disappear. Remember what the psalmist tells us today? Let me read it. The psalmist says, If today you hear his voice, do what? Okay, you said it. 